Hello there, and welcome to the Lutheran Diaconal Association's series on the five images of the diaconate. We are so glad that you are here today to learn a little more about what it means to be a deacon or a deaconess. The images of the diaconate were developed by a scholar by the name of Antonia Lynn in an article she wrote from the book, The Deacon's Ministry. But the definitions I want to share with you today are interpreted by LDA Deaconess and Emeritus Executive Director, our most beloved E. Louise Williams. Today, in this podcast, we get to hear from a deacon or a deaconess about their work and how it reflects one of the five images. But first, let's start with a quick definition of one of those images. Footwasher. This kind of servanthood is hard work. It's humble service, responding to real personal needs. It takes us often to where we would rather not go, to touch parts of humanity that we would rather not see, to feel compassion and kinship, even with those who are hardest to love. You could, okay. you could say I'm now retired. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll put retired. But, you know, we never retire from being a deaconess. So I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to no, say that. Retire no, from nursing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I, I think about, so, you know, when your ministry has always sort of been about caring for people, it literally was foot care. You know, at one point you literally did foot care. I think I saw you in a picture. I think it was from Dotac or something. Someone did an article and you were caring for, someone said you're caring for their brother's feet. I don't know if that person was um, at the end of life in that photo or not. Um, but um, yeah, it was, yeah. It was so also caring. Yeah. It was literally caring for people's feet um, and literally yeah. um, the washing of the feet um, was a mm -hmm. big part of that. Um, it was mm -hmm. a, a reflection also upon um, as we do this, um, that it is part of our ministry and it's part of the servanthood of all believers. Um, and mm -hmm. as Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, um, he literally bent down and washed those feet and he cleansed them and they were made new again, kind of, um, made fresh again, um, refreshed mm -hmm. in many ways. Um, and it was during those times of, of Jesus washing the feet um, that he takes on the role of, of a servant. He takes on that role mm -hmm. of just um, enveloping us in servanthood. Um, and as we do this, um, as we took on the role of washing feet, um, it became for us a, a type of ministry that um, reflected who we are as um, nurses, um, that we take on that role and we 
literally wash people's feet. <laughs> um, but we yeah. also clean around the toenails. We do those kinds of things too. Um, but and we do a massage. We do um, a relaxing um, music. We do um, exfoliating of the skin, which is a, a big part of what we take on. Um, many times it's calluses and horrible calluses. Um, and we have to drummel those down literally um, to get them shaved off, <laughs> um, as you would say. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we also do a foot bath. I don't know how to explain this foot uh, wax bath that we would do a wax treatment um, on the legs too. And that is just a soothing, mm -hmm. soothing thing to happen. So, mm, um, so that's yeah. some, some of what we do. So, you know, I'm going to read this to you as well. This is how um, um, Deaconess Louise talks about it. I'm, I'm sure you saw this several times. I'm going to read it again. And in that diagonal image, she says this uh, for foot washing. This kind of servanthood is hard work. It's humble service, responding to real people's needs. That's what I hear you talking about. That's a real personal need when you're, you know, shaving off calluses. It takes us often to where we would rather not go and to touch parts of the humanity that we would rather not see. You know, our feet are covered most of the time. And especially if, if, you've, if you've had a hard life and you're on your feet or if you have diabetes, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes we don't want to have people see that, right? It's yeah. probably yeah, not don't. very pretty. Yeah. And, and many people will come in and, and they'll say, um, oh, I hate, I hate how my feet look mm -hmm. and I hate how they are, but this is the way they are. Um, and I, I also see it as a kind of a uh, cleansing of our souls and spirits also. Um, that it, it's, you know, we lay it all out there. I mean, mm. you know, people who have really bad feet, um, they don't want anyone to look at them. Mm -hmm. They'll, they'll hide them actually. Um, and I remember one person coming in and they had Ted hose on and they had, um, they had their shoes on and it was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be, take a while to get down to the nitty gritty of things and it was mm -hmm. all the calluses and all the stuff that was on there um it, it just all had to come off it all had to be sh shaven down it had to be just cleansed and it was kind of a mm -hmm. soul um experience for them um, yeah yeah mm, yeah mm -hmm. and she goes on to say to feel compassion and kinship, even with those who are the hardest to love. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, wow. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's, that's hard work. Mm -hmm. It is, it is very hard. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I know for myself, I, I don't have the ability to do that anymore. Um, I yeah. am dealing with a, a life-threatening illness down the road. Um, but it's, it, it was so meaningful for me. It was so touching in my heart and my spirit 
Um, it just, you had compassion for those people. And, um, I remember one of the last things I did was do a foot care and I was, yeah. (laughs) And now I have to do my own feet (laughs) and I have to, uh, I have to have my feet done by somebody else. And it's becoming harder and harder for me to do those feet. And, um, so it, in some ways it's, turn back on you. It's, it's, yeah, you take the part of you that you think you know about, and you turn it around. Yeah. 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 I, um, I was curious about that. That's interesting that you say now, sometimes you have to have someone else care for your feet. Mm -hmm. And I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's something that when we go into uh, the diaconate, if that's something that we we gain a, a little from some of the work we do, it feels really good at the time to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe at some time, as you said, it comes back on you is one way you described it. it uh, yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I hadn't really thought about that until you brought that up and I, mm-hmm. it, yeah. Um, ability to clip the toenails isn't like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, yeah. Yeah. But I think um, what I see is without those experience that you had, even though it's still very difficult, I understand that we all understand that, right? As mm-hmm. deaconesses, that um, it's difficult to accept help. But maybe the, 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 those memories and the spirit of of you being and being able to help someone else blessed you, you know, it blessed you. And so maybe that's one way that we make ourselves, we humble ourselves to receive that foot washing Mm -hmm. as well, because we remember how it blessed others to be able to help us. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish I was there to help you with your (laughs) sister. I should be. That's what community is. I should be there. (laughs) Did you know the disciples didn't want to do the They did. They did. So the whole thing is so incredibly biblical. And I'm I'm literally just tearing up because, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah. There is truly blessings in it too. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to admit the back aches didn't always feel good, <laughs> but, but you know, it, it, it's Christ bending down and touching the feet of others. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, okay, you're wanting me to do this. And that's like, okay. Um, I, I can take this on as a role. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, okay, how is this going to work out for me? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to see if I have some notes here on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. The dusty, dirty washing of the feet mm-hmm. um, and, and the calluses and the uh, varicose veins and possibly leg ulcers, draining of wounds. Wow. Um, 
it's all part of the package. Um, but it was Jesus who, who bent down to wash the disciples feet. Um, and he reminds us to each of us to do that. Um, and now I'm on the receiving end of things. So, um, thank you. And thank you so much for agreeing to, uh, speak with me. And like I said, quickly you responded, um, but that's a nurse for you. You respond. <laughs> you you say you're retired, but you still have very much nurse in, yeah. uh, in tendencies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I and I do how to say I do get really emotional um, yeah. with this whole thing. Um, yep, yeah, I have to admit that mm-hmm. big time. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope this has been helpful for you rather than yeah, I, stressful. I hope so. <laughs> it, it's a little stressful, mm-hmm. um, but it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Um, and I think your words and your vulnerability to talk about how now what it feels like to be on the receiving end will um, inspire other people who know they mm-hmm. hear that call to serve um, and that can enter into, can re- answer that call boldly. And hopefully they can do that from the inspiration that you've given us today by, um, again, telling your story, um, from, uh, from both perspectives, I would say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the other, other thing I thought could be brought into this is like, mm-hmm. how, how do we find ways to say we care and have compassion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily so outwardly. I mean, we're at times we, as nurses, we take on the role of of doing things that we don't like to do. We take on the role of bathing our private parts. We take on the role of, of, of washing the feet. We take on the role of, um, caring for little ones and caring for, um, moms and all those kinds of things that take on or caring on the dying. Um, yeah. We take on those roles, and it's not always easy to think about um, that role as a servant, mm. um, that role that takes our hearts and pulls on them a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's looking at these 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 roles through a diagonal lens. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's um, that I don't think I know that is one of the main uh, objectives of the LDA's formation process is mm-hmm. to um, have people come in with the gifts that they have and the knowledge they have, the education they have, the experiences they've had. But mm-hmm. now let's look at them through a diagonal lens, through a diaconal lens. And that's what mm-hmm. you're saying. And that happens you know when you say it starts to pull 
on that uh -huh. heart space, on that Christ space uh -huh. within you. Uh -huh. That's yeah. when it's looking and, at and you. And you can't, you can't really describe it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's beyond description. It's kind of, it, it's pull. It's that kind of, you know, I'm, I'm going to, how to say, I'm going to help someone, mm -hmm. but, but, but it's going to be in a different kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, very much. Um, that's, yeah. <laughs> and I think that sometimes too, we, um, when we are, um, caregivers of sorts, mm -hmm. yeah, because, mm -hmm. um, also I have children, I have, um, my mom who and I, I hesitate to say she's she is aging we're all aging but she's not old she's only 72 and um but she's a little bit older than i am yeah oh my gosh. yeah I, I, <laughs> but that's why i said she's not old I, I hesitate to say you know my she's not my elderly mom she's not but um she also has some mobility issues due to strokes uh -huh. And um, there is a difference, I think, when people approach her, particularly, I've noticed, um, you know, who comes with that, that Christ sent me, and those who come to just help, like you say, um, mm -hmm. just to come in and, and uh, do the task and do be done the with task. It. There you go, yeah, do the task. task. Right. And um, even if that task makes them feel good in that moment, oh, I helped this woman in a wheelchair. You can tell how um, they, they, the energy and how they approach her. And she responds mm -hmm. very differently. You want, when someone approaches her from that other, that very, um, I think, um, um, self-centered, way of uh -huh. I'm going to help you. Um, she doesn't respond very well to that. You know, it's immediately no, thank you. Um, you know, and I don't even know if she realizes that she's responding to that energy versus someone who comes from that place where as Christ like, and they're being pulled and they're listening to the spirit and they're listening to her and what her needs are. They're just not grabbing at her arm, you know, and let me do right, this for right, you. Yeah uh it's very different mm -hmm. yeah i would say what the one person who really gets me mm -hmm. um <laughs> is judy dumbler tyler oh i love judy <laughs> i mean um yeah yeah um she has just a way of um enveloping you mm. and kind of um walking with you during the time um yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. and i would say too there's a the word i've i was looking for in describing how people approach my mother is there's um pity there's pity there's oh pity. yes oh yeah. yes oh yeah, yes. So, that, mm, mm -hmm. no that doesn't work oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't pity me. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's not what I, um, don't give me sympathy either. It's just right. kind of no. like, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
-hmm. Yeah. Just let you be the person who God created you to be. And, Uh Uh and this is just the way your body is today, you know, in this moment, but you still are you. Um, I still am that. Um, yeah. And and there's parts of me who still want to do something and it's kind of like, okay, can I, can I even do this? I mean, I used to play flute a lot and I don't know if you remember that or not, but, um, mm-hmm. and I, I can't do it anymore. Um, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah. it's now time to put aside the music, the organ music, the, the kind of things that I, I had once done, I can't do anymore. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think how, yeah, how can I relate this? Um, I have to admit, it's been a tough few years. Yeah. 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 A lot of transitions, a lot of changes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brenda. You are beautiful. And I'm just so proud that you stepped up and said, I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. no, Let's talk about trying. it. That's courage. <laughs> Sorry, That's courage, but... Brenda. No, please don't. Crying is cleansing. Crying is cleansing. Cleanse. Be clean. It's another (laughs) form of cleansing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It is good. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to learn a little more about what it means to be a deacon or a deaconess. If you are feeling called to the diaconate after hearing this or hearing all five of the images and want to have a one-on-one conversation with an LDA deacon or deaconess, or perhaps you're discerning how your ministry could benefit from having a deacon or a deaconess in your congregation, you can find us at thelda.org or reach out to me, Deaconess Adrian. My info is in the show notes. Sending you Phoebe love. Bye-bye for now.